Thank you, Father Jim. You're welcome. Good morning, everyone. Good morning. As Father mentioned, my name is Gary Smith, and on behalf of the Finance Council, I'm here today to present the annual stewardship report. For those of you I've not had the pleasure of meeting before, my wife, Kim, who's helping me back in the live stream room right now, uh, and I've been members of the parish for, I've lost track of how many years now, uh, it's been quite a few, and uh, we have three kids, uh, mostly all grown and older now, and uh, we are celebrating that empty nesting syndrome. Hopefully my kids aren't watching on the live stream because uh, smile on my face. <laughs> Those with young kids, your day's coming. Uh, next slide, please. So the purpose of the Finance Council, I just take a second to explain, I think it's kind of important. The purpose of the Finance Council is really twofold. One is to provide financial advice to Father Cousy in any financial matters related to the parish. Our second role is to ensure that all of the financial guidelines that are laid out by the diocese are adhered to within our parish. Uh, and we do that through a number of different ways. Uh, and, and on the slide, you see the members of the, the Finance Council. This is a great group of people that serve you uh, on the Finance Council. And I would encourage you, if you ever have any questions, want updates on anything, to talk to any of us. Um, we, are, we are here to serve you in the role of the Finance Council, so please reach out to us. So a, a couple of ways that we accomplish our job in ensuring the financial um, success of our parish is through the review of, of monthly reports. So as a council, go ahead and go to the next slide if you would please. Uh, there's a few reports that we review monthly. Uh, statement of financial position and statement of activities are two pretty important reports. So the Finance Council reviews those quarterly when we meet and we approve those. Uh, and then monthly, those reports are sent to me as the chair of the Finance Council along with the check, check register so that uh, every time Bonnie writes a check to pay for the heat and the lights and all those things, I see that in the check register. So that's a second level. So the first level is the council reviews everything, second level, I review things on a monthly basis. And then on the third level, we have to do a, uh, an annual internal audit to make sure that we are continuing to do things that we are supposed to do. All of those reports are available for you. Um, I don't give you the monthly ones because that'll bore you to death, but I provide the annual report. That's what the diocese says we should do is provide the annual reports for you to review. So those are available on, on the website and I'll show you where that's at here in just a second. We also uh, participate in the annual budget. So as a finance council, we are required to uh, approve the budget and to certify that with the Diocese of Lansing as, as well. So that's another layer of, of, um, of protection that we do there. Uh, next slide, please. If you're interested in reading those reports, if you're having trouble falling asleep, I highly recommend it. Uh, if you go to our website, saintsjcc.org and look across the banner, you'll see uh, various different ministries and things. Click on councils and commissions, that'll drop down, click on parish finance council, and that'll open up a page that has all of those reports that are available for you to click on and read through at your pleasure. Uh, next slide, please. So I wanna get into a few numbers. Don't glaze over and fall asleep on me yet. Save that for Deacon Gideon's homily. <laughs> he's new, I gotta pick on him. Plus I heard he's a Buckeye fan maybe, possibly, all right. No, no, he assured you he's not, he's not. <laughs> so this is a statement of our accounts uh, as of the end of June. 
And the reason we go at the end of June is that's the end of our fiscal year, and that's what the diocese wants me to report on in the stewardship report. So you'll see the major account categories that we have. Again, if you download those reports that I talked about, you can go into a lot more detail within each of these if, if, you, if you wish. Uh, the, the second column over the numbers is the actual, as of the end of June 30th of 2021, what that balance was. The next column over is the change in that balance since the last time I stood up here and presented this information to you last year. So for example, our checking and our savings account, you can see we're at 122779 for checking, savings at 20000 then you see how much it's changed. Those are our operational accounts. Those are the accounts that we are transacting business every day in and out as Bonnie writes checks and things like that. We have deposits coming in from our collections, and things like that. So you see we have a negative, uh, you know, the account for the checking went down $6,000 compared to the same time last year. Don't let that bother you. It all depends on what bills are coming in at the time. Uh, you know, and if we, if we get hit with a heating bill or something like that, I was telling the folks out at Cornelius this morning, when the old propane bill comes in or the heating oil bill comes in out there, yeah, that, that takes a hit to, the, hit to the pocketbook out there, as we all are well aware of. Uh, so don't get too concerned about that. I would draw your attention to the investment savings. Uh, that's really where we are kind of storing our cash um, for our long-term projects, some of our maintenance projects that I'll talk about here in, in just a second. You can see that account went up by almost $10,000, um, which keep in mind is a very, very positive thing given what we've been through. Uh, our cemetery account, for those of you that, that don't know this, um, our Cornelius and Cyprian campus has a cemetery. Uh, and so we have a perpetual care fund that we've established many, many years ago uh, to maintain and take care of that cemetery long after all of us are gone, you know, into perpetuity. Uh, and so we currently have $92,000 in that account. We never take money out of that account. We always put money into it. We're actually maintaining that cemetery right now out of our, out of our operating budget uh, because we want to continue to build that account up. Uh, and so you see... Uh, we put in about $4,000. Basically, any money we collect from the cemetery operations, somebody buys a, a burial plot, that money goes into that account, and we don't touch it. The last one I draw your attention to is the other. Uh, as part of the COVID relief that the government provided to churches and, and, and businesses, we, under the diocese direction, created an accounts receivable. Uh, that's, that's how they told us to account for this money. Uh, and, and basically, we are anticipating receiving from the federal government a total of $111,000 for COVID relief because of the impact on our operations. So far to date, we've only received about 30000 of it. We expect to get the, the next two more installments over the next six months. But we created an account to, to identify that in our, financial, in our financials, um, and that's what you see that in that other category. Next slide, please. Our witness to hope balances, as you can see here. Um, I want to thank everybody for all of your contributions you've made to witness to hope. It's been an unbelievable success for our parish. It's the first time we've really undertaken something like this at this kind of a scale. And you guys have been amazing with your generosity. The percentage of pledges that have actually been fulfilled, they're telling us, is off the charts for what they would normally see. And you combine that during a period of time when a lot of people's employment has been impacted. Um, so again, I thank you guys for that, and you should be very, very proud of what we have accomplished. That program is going to be coming to an end at the end of this calendar year. So I counted up the days. 
you have 48 days to finish your pledges. <laughs> he didn't think you'd get away with me not asking you for money, right? So if you've, if you've taken care of all that, God bless you. Thank you for doing that. If you have been uh, doing like my wife and I are doing monthly, monthly checks, you've only got 48 more days and then you're done with it. Uh, so we appreciate you finishing those up. I'm sure if you can't write that last check until after the first of the year, we'll still take it. Pretty sure about that. Um, but remember, all that money now that you write in those checks comes straight to the parish. Uh, early on, if you remember Witness to Hope, uh, there was a portion of that that went to the diocese. Okay, And then that, that portion going to the diocese shrank over time as we collected more money. And then the portion coming to the parish now increased to such that it's 100%. So... Um, and while I was counting, kids pay attention here, while I was counting the number of days to the end of the year, I noticed there's only 41 days till Christmas. Sorry, parents. <laughs> okay, let's next slide, please. Let's talk about our income for just a second here. So our overall income for the past year is up a whopping 29%. That sounds fantastic, and it is. Uh, but most of that's the COVID relief money that we're getting getting from the federal government. If I subtract that out, it's actually down about 1.6% or roughly $10,000. Again, that is actually a great thing. When I talk to other financial folks from the other parishes, um, and even in some other churches, other denominations, um, we are a shining star in terms of what you folks have been doing and continuing to support our parish. Um, our offertory collections are up 3.6%, uh, about $20,000. That's unheard of right now. That's unheard of across all of the parishes. So ultimately our income came in actually over our budget by about $4,000 uh, from what we anticipated. Next slide, please. So in terms of our expenses, our expenses were down about 4.5% compared to the prior year. Uh, and then we were over budget by about 11,000. Now I know that sounds kind of strange, right? It was actually intentional that we went over budget when we realized that um, our income was going to come in ahead of our projections we decided to go ahead and spend some money on some maintenance projects that we've been holding off on because of of covid and not sure what was all going to happen with our financials so you'll see a few pictures here of some projects that we're going to be starting uh, soon that will be going on next year's budget uh, picture here the boilers that actually sit right behind me in this wall behind this wall here uh, these are the factory original boilers that were here when they built the church, uh, and they need a little bit of love. So we're going to show them some love. We're actually going to give them a brain so that they can communicate um, and actually regulate the temperature in here a little bit better. Um, right now, the, the boilers are old school. They're either all the way on or they're all the way off. Uh, and so we're going to make some efficiency improvements and try to improve that a little bit, little bit better. Next slide, please. Our net income. So this is what we have left after all of our expenses. For the year, we have $190,000. Again, most of that's the COVID, COVID relief. If I subtract all that out, we came in at $5,436 of, of net income, which again is a fantastic story and a real testament to, to you folks and all that you've done. This is another project that we're going to be working on. What can you find wrong in this picture? I heard somebody say the Spartan sign. Ushers, can you, dis can you escort that person out? <laughs> Father Jim, you all right with a Spartan sign hanging on your garage? Uh-huh, that's what I thought. <laughs> Father Cousy had an issue with it, but I knew you wouldn't. <laughs> no, actually, we are going to replace the roof. This is the uh, rectory garage uh, out at uh, St. Cornelius and Cyprian where, where Father parks his car and we park some equipment. 
And we'd like to get a new roof on it. We've been wanting to do it for a couple of years, but we kind of postponed it for cash flow purposes. And, um, and so now we're going we're gonna to work on that project. But I think it's important that you see where we're spending our money and what, we're, what projects we're working on. Next slide, please. So the next slide is a little bit of an analysis that the Finance Council um, did to try to look at long range how our finances look and try to make some projections out into the future because it is becoming a real struggle for a lot of churches from a financial standpoint and we're very blessed but we want to be cautious. So what this graph is looking at, the green line is our total income. The red line is our total expenses and I believe it's a blue dashed line is our uh, collections. So our total income is made up of our collections, and then on top of that is our fundraising efforts. So things like Blackthorn, for example. And you'll notice where I've circled the 2017-2018 year, our expenses actually exceeded our collections. And why is that important? Well, it's important to recognize that now our parish budget has to rely on our fundraising efforts in order to sustain our budget. And that can be a slippery slope. Uh, and where it can hurt you is if you look into the 2019 and 2020 year, when something called COVID comes to town and shuts down all of your fundraising efforts. Now what happens? So you see a significant dip in our total income. Uh, fortunately, it didn't hit too bad, um, but it was significant. Now move out to the 2021 year, and you see total income went way up, right? Well, that's the COVID relief that's coming in to offset the losses that we had from prior. I point this out to you because as a finance council, it's something we're studying and looking at very, very carefully um, to make sure we don't get ourselves into trouble. Next slide, please. So continuing our analysis, the next thing we did was we had the computer kind of project out the next five years based on the last five years of where we think our income is going to go and where we think our expenses are going to go. Now, there's a lot of wild cards that come into this kind of analysis, and I know, and I know that. But it's still important for us to do these kinds of exercises just to, just to be sure. Um, and you see in the circle that I drew there, you see the red line, the red dash, which exceeds, which is our total expenses, now exceeds our total income. And that's about three to four years out, according to the model. And the problem we run into that with that is as a, as a diocese and as a parish, we are required to have a balanced budget. Our, our expenses cannot exceed our total income um, in, order, in our budget. We can't rely on our savings. So as a finance council, we're looking at this and recognizing you know, we have an opportunity here to try to work. We've got a couple of years to solve it, but it's important for us to, uh, to know that. Oh yeah, some of the dates got a little messed up down there at the bottom, I apologize for that. Those are actually dates out into the future. So I apologize for that. Uh, next slide, please. So our focus from the Finance Council moving forward over the next year or two is we're really starting to focus again on the long range planning. Now that we're kind of got COVID behind us and we can start working on some of our capital campaign projects that we've been having to kind of hold off on. Uh, continuing to work on the evangelization efforts. Um, and, and some of our maintenance activities that we had to forego. So a lot of you probably noticed that in um, the gathering space this summer, it was pretty warm. Uh, well, it's because we lost an air conditioner and uh, we kind of held off replacing it and, uh, uh, until we knew financially everything was gonna be all right. Now we're, now we're there. So we've actually 
issued a, um, a purchase order to get that air conditioner replaced. We also lost a furnace. This is our furnace room over here in Cave Hall. We actually lost a furnace too. So we're gonna replace those, uh, one of those. So again, those are all factory original equipment. Um, they're 30 years old. It's, you know, they're, they're at the point of, of uh, we've gotta start replacing those things as they, as they wear out. Uh, last slide, please. So I just wanna wrap things up you know, and say, Yes, we have some challenges as a parish, and I think every parish, every church out there does, but we're also in a really good spot, and it's because of you folks and all of the work that you've done and the discipline that you've had. Um, we have no debt. You noticed in my presentation, I don't talk about any debt. We don't have any. That has been one of the saving graces for our parish is because we are debt-free. Um, there are a number of parishes that are really struggling. So I thank you for that. I thank you for your discipline and your dedication to our parish and for your, your continuous giving. It's, it's very clear to me that the Holy Spirit is very active in this church um, and has done some amazing things for us during COVID, despite all the darkness. Um, and the financial pieces is, is one piece. He's made it pretty clear that he's got plans for us in the future. Thank you, everyone.